Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right, so HBO Max just dropped the first two episodes of Mindy Kaling's new animated Scooby-Doo spinoff, Velma. I watched them, so you didn't have to. Let's talk about it. All right, so we're making two exceptions today. Number one, um, I understand this is a film podcast. We talk about film here, but we're making an exception today. Number two, you will never hear from me. Don't watch this. Don't bother. It's a waste of your money. It's a waste of your time. You'll never hear that from me except for today. We're making an exception today because don't bother. Don't waste your time. You have so many things you need to be doing at home that watching Velma, even if it's playing in the background while you're making eggs, because that's when I watched it, uh, it would just, you'll never get that time back. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I'm, my hope is that enough people don't watch this or they get enough negative backlash that HBO Max will see the air of their ways. Because who in the hell greenlit this? Make it make sense to me, HBO Max, because I'm not, I'm confused. So this is Velma. Velma is a new television show on HBO Max. The first two episodes dropped on January the 12th. So last Thursday, new episodes will air. Well, I say air. I'm so old. Will, you know, stream every Thursday. And this is a spinoff from, you know, what we know to be Mystery Inc. Or I don't think anyone I know called it Mystery. It was always Scooby-Doo. You always called it Scooby-Doo. There's no Scooby-Doo in this, first and foremost. When they first announced this months ago, I think people were kind of pissed off in general over two things at the very least. Number one, um, the race swapping of Velma. Velma, we've always known for however many decades now to be white. Now she's South Asian, Indian, because Mindy Kaling, who this is her project, and she voices Velma, she's Indian. So she basically is playing herself. From what I understand and what I know about Mindy Kaling, she's basic, she's her. There, There's no effort from her to portray a character. She's basically just airing her own thoughts, essentially. And number two, there's no Scooby. That upset people because no one says Mystery Inc. No one says, oh, I'm watching the Daphne show. I'm watching this, the Fred show. I'm watching. No, we say Scooby. It's all about Scooby-Doo. 
We love Scooby and there's no Scooby in this. However, they are bringing Scooby, but we're going to talk about that later. So uh, people from the get go were very apprehensive about what this is going to do, but they, that you had people who were kind of hoping that maybe this would be, you know, representation that people needed because a South Asian Velma yay or whatever. I can't speak to that. I'm not South Asian. I'm very much black. So I don't know what South Asian representation feels like to those who are South Asian. I don't know. Um, I mean, India has its own booming film industry, but I'm sure seeing Indian faces in American media might feel a little bit different. But again, I can't speak to that. But I have seen videos on TikTok from South Asian creators who are just not happy at all. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but I'm trying to listen just, just to understand. But we're not talking about the race swapping. We're not talking about Scooby. There are so many issues that that's not even a factor. We don't even have to bring that up. I mean, first and foremost, Velma. She's our main character, right? She's the one that we're fo- Everything is told from her perspective. We are following her she's the one telling the story yet she is the most unlikable main character i have ever come across i'm sure people can bring up yeah there was this main character that i've ever come across i've never watched a show where damn near immediately i hated the main character i don't like velma which is so frustrating because velma was always so lovable the smart brainiac quirky girl who always lost her glasses and couldn't see for nothing they ruined Velma. Good. I mean, they ruined all of them, essentially. I mean, these, we all, this is a decades old franchise. Okay. This isn't something new that somebody came up with a couple years ago. We've been watching, my mother watched Scooby-Doo. I watched Scooby-Doo. My favorite Scooby-Doo movie is Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island or whatever the hell it's called. I will, I will watch that thing over and over again at my ripe old age of 35. We know these characters. They've had the same personalities for decades. And then Mindy Kaling comes on HBO Max and jacks it all up and gives us this Velma who is just miserable as hell and insufferable and racist. Okay, Velma hates white people. You know this from the onset that Velma has an issue with white people. And honestly, it just comes off as super insecure because that's what it sounds like online. The entire thing is chronically online. Everything that anyone says is some chronically online cliche take. Who told them that regular everyday Americans who sit down and watch TV would be interested in hearing stuff like this? I mean, we don't like it when people say it on the Internet. Why would we want to watch it on the streaming service that we pay for? Who the disconnect is so real here. It's it's scary. But yeah, Velma is just insufferable. She's unlikable. You're going to hate her from the onset. There's nothing, there's literally nothing likable about her. She's just, she talks too damn much. She's arrogant. She's rude. She's judgmental. There's nothing redeemable about her. I mean, yeah, we're two episodes in, but good God, at least within the first couple of minutes of Wednesday, who was insufferable, but in a way that we could relate to. That, that, that is not here. Velma is the mean girl that we all avoid. She is that person in the friend group that you don't invite unless you have to. She's the girl in the friend group where you know to not bring up certain topics because, oh God, here we go. 
you know, think of like these online creators who say some of the most outlandish things and they think they're so smart and really they're just talking nonsense. That's Velma. So that's the first problem. They gave us an MC who we're all familiar with because we all know Velma, but then turned her into someone that you, we all hate. How, how dare they? I, I'm a little mad about that. Number two, the hypersexualization of minors. I've, 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 we have to talk about that. So the show Euphoria, which is also on HBO Max, I've only watched the first half of the first episode. That's as far as I could get. Um, it was just too much, even for me, and I'm incredibly desensitized. Nothing gets to me. Nothing bugs me. Nothing bothers me. Except for... Um, any kind of injuries to fingers and toes. I don't know what it is. I can't do it. But anything else, like nothing bugs me, nothing bothers me. I don't pitch a fit. I don't get uncomfortable. But the first half of Euphoria couldn't do it. And I think what really bothered me was these are supposed to be high school students. Yes, the actors are adults. However, they're portraying children. Why am I seeing a child's, air quotes, naked chest? I am supposed to believe that this person is 17 years of age. Why am I seeing her naked? Why? And that's the problem that we have here is just hypersexualization of minors. This is, okay, here's the thing. This show on HBO Max is supposed to be for adults. It's supposed to be for us. This is supposed to be like an adult, for adults, Scooby-Doo, which has already been done, but whatever. Um... But yet, these are all high school students. They're kids. And within the first five minutes, never mind the two cockroaches going at it on the locker room floor, but the first five minutes, it's naked girls showering. They're covered, their fronts are covered up by suds, but their backs aren't. So we see naked animated teenage butt, naked girls showering trying to be cute and edgy and quirky, talking about stupid stuff. Just the, the hypersexualization of minors, that boundary that seems to keep being, keep getting crossed in Hollywood with respect to children. Like, it's weird. No one seemed to think that, hey, you know, this is, they're high schoolers. We probably shouldn't be seeing them naked. It, it, that's probably not a good idea. A good idea. Never mind that. N- that that's one thing. The second thing is we have Fred, who is supposed to be you know strong. He's a leader. He you know leads the way. That's Fred. That's the Fred we know. The Fred in this is just an absolute moron. But not only that, but why are we talking about Fred? Fred, who is supposed to be a teenage boy, we're talking about him not only being a late bloomer who hasn't gone through puberty yet, but we're talking about his micro penis. Why? Why? Who decided that was appropriate? Some things are just not okay. I mean, and I think the other thing here, it's not funny. It's supposed to be a comedy and it's just not. I mean, think of some of your crass animated adult humor i mean like think south park which is just crass i mean they are always pushing the limits 
and they're supposed to be elementary age kids in Littleton, Colorado. It's based off Littleton, Colorado, if you didn't know that. Um, and they're always pushing the boundaries. They're always pushing the limit. They're always seeing how far they can take it. But South Park is hilarious. Family guy. What is it? American dad. That one with the, oh God, the television show used to escape, just escape me, but used to send me rolling. I think Beavis and Butthead. I mean, just animated shows that were for adults, but they were just very, very crass and very just out there, but they were hilarious. That's what Velma is trying to be. And it it fails so miserably because number one, the jokes just aren't funny. The jokes are nauseating to hear because we hear them all the time on social media and no one's taking it seriously anymore. Two years ago, yeah, you probably could have said some of this stuff and people would have been like, yeah, right on, cool. But now it's like, okay, that's chronically online. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. It's not reality. People aren't resonating with it anymore. Hollywood has just gotten so disconnected from everyday America. They're putting out crap and not realizing that people are just not with it. I mean, good God, I, I, when did production for this start? Because- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Because they obviously didn't take any lessons from 2022. If you want to talk about go woke or go broke, Lightyear, which fe- featured a 
gay kiss of some sort. I never saw Lightyear. I'm not the target target audience for that. That one flopped. Um, Strange World, which was also released by Disney, flopped. But then again, that flopped because they didn't market it. But they were trying to push this gay teen and climate change and Strange World. The movie Bros, which was trying to be progressive and woke and full of representation, flopped. I don't think Hollywood is listening at all to the people they're trying to get money from. It's not working. They're, they're, they're not listening. Is it that people don't want to see any form of homosexuality on? No, people really don't care. They just don't like it when it's pushed and forced in their face. And Velma is trying to take these weird, chronically online ideas and push them in people's faces. And then trying to make racism acceptable. We're going to talk about that in a second. It's interesting to me how when the show was first announced months ago, so much of the backlash was centered around the race swapping of Velma, how Velma went from being, you know, Anglo-Saxon white to South Asian Indian like Mindy Kaling. And to honestly, my personal opinion, I feel like this valid backlash, that's, you know, a valid criticism because we're seeing a bit of that race swapping. To me, it's cheap representation. I'm not going to go into that whole conversation. We can have that conversation if I decide to go see The Little Mermaid when it comes out Memorial Day weekend. I have months to decide. But to me, race swapping in any form is just cheap representation because instead of creating new characters, new brand new fresh characters of color, and I use air quotes for that because if you know me, you know how much I hate the phrase POC or person of color. But instead of creating new characters of color, they just take black faces and put them on white bodies. I feel like it's just cheap representation that doesn't deserve a pat on the back. So I think a lot of the concern about the race swapping, I think it was legit. And also, this is not some brand new character. This is somebody who who has been around for decades. Velma has a very certain look. She has a certain personality. We we know Velma. This She's not new to us. It's not like we're meeting a brand new person. So when Velma doesn't look the way you expect her to look, I think there's going to be a little bit of backlash, regardless of the color of her skin. Velma doesn't look like that. Who is this Velma? What have you done to Velma? I think that's let people ask those questions and then move on from there. But instead of addressing those, she just dismissed the backlash as, oh, it's racist. And it's so ironic to me because having watched these first two episodes... The show is incredibly racist. I think she's trying to do what a lot of comedians do in that they can take a lot of our racial stereotypes and, you know, bring us all in on the joke, make fun of it, make light of it. And it's funny and it's cute. This show doesn't do is She's trying to do that, I think. And it doesn't work. It just comes off as insensitive and racist and hateful. And so much of the, um, stereotypical jokes aren't it's not so much that they're stereotypes but they really are intolerant hateful misconceptions so much so many of the things that she says about white people they're not so much stereotypes about white people but it's something that online racist people say about white people and bringing in on a television show 
you know, just hateful stereotypes about Hispanics and Latinos. Um, it's just, it doesn't, she doesn't do it well. It failed. That if I understand, I see what they're trying to do, but they failed, and it just comes across as really insensitive and really racist. And no one escaped that at all. Um, I think the only two people that may have escaped that were black people. It's crazy to me because you get these, you know, weird self-hating jokes about being Indian in this show. You get all the jokes about white people. You get all these jokes about. Um, Asians, but no jokes about black people. The only safe character who doesn't receive any kind of anything is Shaggy, who is black in the show, whom we call Norville. But that, that that's going to change soon from what I've been able to see because you know how this show lacks Scooby, where it looks like they're going to bring Scooby back, but not in dog form. This is race swapping to a whole new level because basically what they did was they put a black face on a dog. Y'all, Scooby is going to come in the form of a black girl who's a foodie and ends up having a relationship with Black Shaggy. Bro! Bro! Okay, look at I have a lot of issues with the portrayal of Black people in film and television. And I'm probably going to say something that's going to shock you a minute. I don't know, maybe or not. But I am really getting, I'm getting really irritated with the way Black people are being handled and that they're being handled with kid gloves. It seems like people are afraid to take risk with Black characters. They're afraid to portray Black characters as villains, as anything bad, as anything that could not be redeemable. That's my issue. And if you paid attention to any of the backlash from Wednesday, you would have seen a lot of people try to say it's not fair. They made the black girl a villain, even though the black girl wasn't a villain. She was literally the it girl. She was just at odds with the main character. And then they became friends and she had one of the best character arcs in the show. But I digress. Um, this is something different. I don't know if I've ever seen this before where they're literally race. This is race swapping to a whole new level where they're literally putting a black girl face on a dog. I mean, obviously this character is going to be human, but still Scooby has been a dog for decades since my mother was a kid. And you're going to take Scooby, a dog and turn him into a black woman who greenlit this show, who decided, yep, y'all, let's do it. Let's put this out to the paying subscribers on HBO Max. They're going to love this. I mean, I expect outrageous from HBO. Okay, they always, always told the line of appropriate and raunchy. And they they've done it well for however many decades at this point. But they messed up big time with this one. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I am so curious as to what those meetings were like when they were discussing what this show would be. Who was in the room? What Was there any kind of diversity of thought or opinion? Or was it all just the same people who live in the same echo chamber who seem to think all these ideas that Velma is spouting, this sarcastic, hateful rhetoric... Are, are they people that all seem to believe that so many of these things are true? What were we supposed to think hearing some of the crap that comes out of her mouth about white people and rich people and Mexicans and Asians? Like what were, were we supposed to laugh? 
Were we supposed to agree? I'm confused because I did not laugh. So what other reaction am I supposed to have? I I need answers. But y'all, this show is not it. This show makes a lot of mistakes, okay? A lot of mistakes. And it, the I think the biggest mistake it made was just airing in the first place. But again, maybe I'm prejudging it. There's only two episodes, but I'm telling you right now, I don't think this show is it. They made, this was not a good move on Mindy Kaling's part. And I, I just, I I think the the white people bashing is just so insufferable in this. People are tired. It's not funny anymore. It's not cute. At this point, it's just, it sounds cringe. It's hateful. It's racist. It's, it's racist. I mean, you can't, at this point, chronically online people have been telling us for two years now that only white people can be racist. But you know what? Here we have Mindy Kaling. Indian American reminding us that racism comes in all shades. They really try to take the worst that people think about other races and make it into a joke. Like, have you, you've never watched a comedy show. Apparently this woman is supposed to be funny. Please make it make sense to me because I'm not seeing the hilarious. All I have to say about Velma for right now, just to sum it all up, it's just not good. It's terrible. It's not funny. She is the most insufferable main character I've come across in a while. She's unlikable. She's hateful, miserable. They ruined this character. They ruined Velma. Like, how did you do that? You had nowhere to go but up. And, and you just went completely south. The hypersexualization of minors, even in cartoon form, like, why are we doing that? There's just a lot wrong. If you have watched the first two episodes, find a comment section, whether on Instagram or on YouTube. I want to hear from you. Whether you agree or disagree, let me know and let's talk about it because that's what we do here. If you haven't watched it yet, don't say I didn't warn you, but I warned you. I warned you. Don't come back at me talking about, oh my God, I can't believe. Yes, I did. I said, I even warned you at the very beginning. Don't bother. But y- y- the choice is yours. I can't tell you what to do. It's your free time, but I feel like you might have better things to do. But good God, y'all. What Can we just get back to pure entertainment? Can we get, get back to good stories and great characters? And what's wrong? Why is Hollywood? But forever trying to preach to us and push things in our faces and shove things down our throats for what why why can we get back to a hollywood that seemed to understand its own audience because they misread the assignment completely but yeah find a comment section i want to hear from you let me know what you think Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for listening to me rant and rave about nonsense. And I will see you Friday at noon. Want to advertise on this podcast? Check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.